Hi, and welcome back to the Teach with the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today we have a special interview because we're not speaking with a teacher or an educator. We're speaking with a former student about his experience in school, uh, particularly middle school and high school, but it definitely is relevant all the way back down through elementary. We're speaking with my brother-in-law, John Cardamus, and what makes this story or interview unique is that John was a struggling student. School was not his forte, and it took a lot of work and effort, and there were times when it was very frustrating to him. And chances are, there are students just like John right now in your class. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk with him about six ways that you can build rapport and establish you know, help and understanding and establish rapport with these students to help them succeed in your classroom. I also think this interview is super helpful to keep the big picture in mind. Sometimes we as teachers... We get so focused on teaching the academics, which is important, right? That is literally our job, right? To teach students, to help them learn. But sometimes we forget that students might have a career path, might be gifted in other areas. And while they need to do their best in our class, they really excel in other areas. And it's good to just keep that big picture in mind because, and I'll give you a little spoiler alert here. For example, my brother-in-law, John, who we're about to hear from, he really struggled in high school, but now he is a successful professional portrait artist. So he, what, what his high school te- what some of his high school teachers just saw as this like, ah, thing you like to do, draw during my class is what he is his business. He's an entrepreneur and that is his business and he's incredibly talented and gifted at it. So we're going to jump right into the interview and I hope that you'll find it helpful. Hi, this is Linda with Teach for the Heart and I'm here with my brother-in-law, John Cardamus. And we're going to talk a little bit today about um, those students in your classroom who just don't seem like they care or maybe are trying, but they're just really, really struggling. And uh, John was telling me a little bit how um, he was kind of one of those students um, when he was back in high school, it just definitely did not come easy. And so I think it'll be really interesting to get the perspective of one of those students now that they've graduated from college um, and are, you know, kind of into um, their life a little bit. So John, can you give us a little bit of perspective though? Let's start with, um, what are you doing now? What did you end up doing with your education? Well, I graduated with a degree in studio art and right now I'm working as a professional portrait artist. Great. Okay. So, um, so wow, you struggled in high school, but you went ahead and you graduated from college and now you're owning your own business and it's in the field of art. So there's a lot, a lot going on there. So John, what was it like for you in um, junior high or high school? You know, what were some of the struggles you faced as a student? I'd say being misunderstood as a student who didn't care. Okay, so you say you're misunderstood as a student who didn't care. Um, so are you saying you actually did care? It just didn't come across like that to your teachers? Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, teachers will look at a grade line, and if their student isn't making A's or B's, um, then they just don't want it enough, and they're not trying hard enough. And uh, that just wasn't true for me because uh, I would be doing a, a lot of these steps where uh, 
you know, I would be meeting with my teachers after school. Mm -hmm. I had a couple tutors that were helping me, you know, try to get this. And I'd be spending many hours before test going through my notes. And then, you know, I'd take that test, um, I'd get the grade back, and it'd be, you know, a C or a C minus. And uh, for a lot of people, that can be devastating. But for me, you know, I'd be excited with that grade. And so, uh, you know, there, there would be the teachers that would come up and be like, I know you can do better. Yeah, they'd be real disappointed and everything. Hmm. And that, that for sure can be demoralizing. Um, but, you know, I did have a teacher who I'd get a grade like that. And they would be, I, I could tell that they were proud with me, you know, proud of me. And they would um, come up to me and say, you know, John, you got this grade on the test. You know, good job. And that, that just spoke so much and, and actually motivated me more to want to try to get better in that class. Yeah, okay, so a takeaway for all the teachers who are listening maybe there is just that to recognize that there's students in your class that, you know, a C can be a really good grade for them. (laughs) And just to recognize that in your students. Of course, we want to push kids to do their best, but when a student is doing their best and the number is, you know, a C, um, then we should be proud of them. We should congratulate them and let them know that we recognize that they're caring. Do you feel like that is that kind of what you were looking for when you were in school? Yeah, just, for sure. Yeah, just that acknowledgement, just that that understanding that it is hard for them. So um, were you, we were talking a little bit before we got on here, and you were saying that, you know, some teachers really encouraged you while others, you know, tended to frustrate you. Can you tell me about one of the teachers or an instance that a teacher did something that was encouraging? Uh, so, yeah, obviously as an artist, I was doodling and sketching a lot, you know, in my notes, and I had a teacher... Uh, come up to me and specifically ask if I could draw up an illustration for a class that he um, had to be an example. And uh, that really meant a lot to me, um, looking back on it now, uh, to see that he appreciated what I did and wanted to use um, what I was doing in class to kind of help him out in, in, uh, in his teaching. Okay, so the teacher sees that, you know, you like to draw, you're doodling, you know, you clearly have a gift for art, even though you might be struggling in his class. And so instead of getting on you for liking art, he recognized that gift and asked you to make something for the class. Yeah. So which which to you said, man, you care about what I care about. Yeah. So you have that rapport. But then also as a teacher, um, he got you to learn something too, because <laughs> he was having you create something for a class and learning in a way that um, meant something to you by drawing. So mm-hmm. that's really, um, really neat. I think something t- we as teachers can be a lot more creative sometimes in recognizing, you know, when students are passionate about different things and trying to incorporate that or show finding ways to show them that we value that. Yeah. And on the flip side, I think um, I would have some teachers say, boy, if you would spend, you know, half the time uh, studying that you do, you know, sketching all these little things, and maybe your grades would be better. And for me, mm-hmm. I know that in, in order to not um, just uh, slip slip out into my own little world, uh, sketching through my notes um, would, would kind of help me because a lot of times they would be similar to what we'd be talking about. Mm-hmm. And in, in, my, in my mind, um, those pictures would help me focus and and uh, be learning what we were talking about. Yeah. So so how did it make you feel when a teacher said something like that? You know, <laughs> would uh, you stop? You know, quick cut cut that out. You know, quit. Yeah. It it would it would kind of turn me off to the class because, um, you know, I'd be like, well, I guess she doesn't really care about this. 
And it, it was something that I was really passionate about. And I think, you know, it, it'd be great if teachers could try to look for opportunities to see what their uh, students are passionate mm-hmm. with and how they can kind of be like, hey, we're on the same team with this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another thing I think with that is just that, um, <laughs> you know, you were there, you were, you were, you were drawing, you were passionate about that. It wasn't even just a passion for you. Obviously, you were passionate about it, but it's become now your career. You know, and, and uh, that was something that it wasn't just, you know, a, a passing fancy for you. You know, that's what you ended up studying in college um, and you continue to hone your craft. It's, it's not something. And, and for those of you that are listening, John is not, <laughs> I will speak here. John is not one of those painters that's just like, oh, you know, I, I spent two seconds on this painting and it's it's lovely, you know, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's very nice. You know, John is super talented and I'm going to probably share some of his paintings here, but he is incredibly talented and very gifted. And it's not just talent. It's a lot of hard work, too. So mm-hmm. this is something that's taken a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. And it's very clear that he had these skills. And I guess just kind of keeping that in mind that there's these students in our classes that have these skills and they're different than the traditional academic skills, but they're valuable skills nonetheless. And um, just kind of realizing different t- different students have different paths in their life. And yes, we still want them to learn math and English and history. That's still a valuable part of their education. But just, I guess, just recognizing the fact that it's, that it's more challenging for them and yeah. that, um, you know... They have other skills that they should be spending time on, I guess is what I'm saying. That time you were spending on your art was not wasted time. It was valuable. It was already training you for your career. Yeah. Yeah. So, John, um, you got all these teachers listening to you now. So, you know, what do you wish your teachers had understood back when you were in high school that, you know, you want these teachers listening to understand about their students? Uh, Well, you know, obviously you want to push your students, and I understand that, Um, when I went to college and I took some of my art classes, I obviously was very passionate about art. And, um, you know, I started off by getting B's, even though I was really artistic just all throughout school. Um, you know, I wasn't really happy with getting those B's. And so um, I worked at it. I worked hard. And I was able to finally, you know, work my way up to an A. And uh, I think, you know, the other academics being, you know, math, English, science, um, and, and sometimes the best grade that I could get in those class was a C. And, um, you know, wanting to push me to get a better grade uh, kind of was frustrating. And and I, I kind of think of if, you know, we took maybe this, this English student who was just a straight-A English student, maybe good at writing, and, you know, threw him in an art class and, you know, said do your best. And they ended up, you know, their best was a C in an art class. And, you know, they really couldn't get better than a C because, you know, for art, you kind of have to be born with a certain knack or talent to it. And if you want to perfect it, you have to work hard at it. But, you know, and and if their teacher just wasn't happy with them and, and you know, was like, I know that you can get a B or I know that you can get an A, um, that would be super frustrating for this you know, English student who knows yeah. what they're good at and is, you know, trying hard, but all they can get is a C in these art classes. Yeah. I mean, I can totally relate to that. I am, I'm horrible at drawing. And if I, yeah, I, I watched my friends in college take art classes and I just thought, man, if I had to do that, I would struggle to get a C. I mean, I would be lucky to get a C. Yeah. And, you <laughs> and, know, art isn't required. And so, you know, that isn't really exposed within a lot of people. Right, right. So so I guess we just need to realize, you know, just like I would struggle 
and work so hard to get a C in an art class, there are students that are legitimately trying and struggling and just barely getting that C level, you know, just barely getting to that C. And, and, um, yeah, so, so, you know, when you, Johnny, would you, um, what do you wish then that, that teachers, you know, would have done a little bit differently? Like, how do you wish they would have reacted when you got those C's? You said some of them did, you know, what, 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 how, how should these teachers react when their students are trying and just, you know, not, not failing, but for sure, just understanding more, you know, trying to get on their level. Um, like I mentioned before, um, you know, trying to, to get them to realize you're on the same team and, and mm-hmm. trying to, uh, you know, like that one teacher did, uh, you know, ask me about my art, show that you care about them and, um, you know, just be patient in working with them. So anything else you want to share with us? Well, I think struggling in a class can be just as frustrating to a student as it is to the teacher. It's just students okay. sometimes may show it in a different way. Okay, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think sometimes as teachers we start to think it's frustrating to us when students are struggling. And like you said, maybe we just think they don't care. Um, but you said um, sometimes you show it differently. So, like, how would you maybe show this frustration? Um, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> I would maybe just sleep through the class or, you know, just doodle, work on something else. Okay, but you're saying you weren't sleeping in class necessarily because you're like you were sleeping in class because you were frustrated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, I would just kind of check out of that class if I knew that uh, me and that teacher were kind of butting heads in a certain way, where maybe I wasn't getting it, and they were frustrated because I wasn't getting it, and and so I was like, well, you know, I'm just gonna check out of this class. Forget it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What would help you then? Like, what do you what do you think? What do you wish they would have done differently? What do you think would have helped to re-engage you, you know, the next day, you know, get to get back into trying again? Well, I think, you know, just a lot of times it can go so far for a teacher to just, you know, call a student after class. And instead of maybe being combative, because, you know, I had some friends, um, uh, they would maybe be called after class and they'd come out of that, you know, class, you know, sobbing and, you know, going to the bathroom and everything. And... Um, if that teacher basically just kind of got on their level and asked, you know, how they were doing, um, showed that student that they really cared about them, you know, um, asked about them, I think that then that would really just speak so much to the student. And, and I think you're absolutely right. I think when we as teachers take the time to just I mean, maybe it's not even talking about the class. You know, maybe, maybe yeah. it is. Maybe it is asking, you know, what can I help you with? You know, you know, tell me about your struggles. Yeah. But maybe it's even just asking them about their day, just just kind of reengaging and just showing that, you know, putting aside our own frustration and realizing the student is struggling, even if it might not seem like it, even if it might like seem like they care. Um, and just going that, taking that time to just... Well, I know something that was huge to me was when a teacher would come up to me and ask, uh, you know, maybe about my family or they would uh, ask if there's anything that that they could pray about. Hmm. And, you know, in asking for a prayer request, that really showed me that they cared and and meant a lot to me. And then I was a lot more likely to, in that class, kind of, you know, uh, give them that respect to listen to them instead of just checking out of that class. Yeah. And to try to do your best. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, John, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to um, talk to us about your struggles and the teachers who encouraged you. Um, if, if someone like would like to take a look at some of your paintings and your art that you're working on now, um, where could they find that? Uh, they can find me on either Facebook. I have a, a Facebook fine art page. It's called Jonathan Cardamus Fine Art. And then I have a website, johncardamusfineart.com. And we'll link to both of those um, in the notes here. And also, I, wa- I want to thank you because, um, you know, Actually, Linda was uh, one of my tutors just going through high school, and so, you know, she put up with a lot, too, and uh, definitely helped me a lot through high school. Uh, But, you know, Justin, uh, being a teacher, uh, I'm sure everybody can recognize that today's day and age is a very instantaneous uh, lifestyle. You know, everything Mm -hmm. is instant. We have, you know, fast food, microwave things, photographs, (laughs) and so it can be, um, you can notice a lot of kids just aren't able to focus unless they have like a tablet in their hands. And I think it is really important to, if at all possible, incorporate an appreciation of art in your classes. You know, whether it be showing them, you know, different paintings, explaining to them all the work that goes behind this. It isn't just something that just happens. And, you know, if they're able to recognize that, they'll be a lot better off for it. Yeah, just to recognize that, you know, the time and effort pays off and working with that you know and, and I, I you know I imagine here um it might be a good idea if you if you have a student in your class that is the artist you know to mm-hmm. to maybe show him some of John's paintings and and just um share with them you know this is someone who struggled in school they went on to study art and look what they're doing now and just kind of that would could, could be a way that they yeah. could you oh, know yeah. show a student that they value their gift of art and kind of push them push them a little bit to excel in what they already are passionate about. Yeah, and if there's yeah. anybody that would like to contact me, has any questions, if maybe you know of somebody, you know, who wants a painting done or or a student who's interested in art that would like to learn more, how they can maybe take steps in their life right now to, you know, better their self um, going into that career, I, I would love to talk with them. Awesome. Yeah, so, we'll, so they should just find you through your website then. Yeah. And we'll link to it right there. Well, thanks so much. I hope you found this interview inspiring and helpful as you consider how you can build rapport with those students in your class who are struggling. And if you'd like to get any of the notes from this week's episode, you can check them out at teachfortheheart.com slash struggle. And you definitely want to head over there because I've also included uh, just a few samples of John's amazing artwork. And like I said, you can check it out there. He's done a picture for us and I have a few other of his commissions there and they are absolutely incredible. We also link to John's website at teachfortheheart.com slash struggle, or you can head directly to johncardamusfineart.com. And before we go, let's pause just a moment and pray. Thank you, Lord, for each teacher right now who's listening to this podcast, and I pray that you will just encourage each teacher, and I pray that you will show each of us how we can build rapport with those struggling students, how we can encourage and help them. Help us to keep the big picture in mind, to do our very best to help them academically, but also to keep in mind the whole student and to support them in the ways that you would have us uh, to support and encourage them. Thank you so much for your grace and just for your continued guidance and help. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys again so much for being here. Once again, you can check out all the notes at teachfortheheart.com slash struggle and well as john at johncardamusfineart.com. Look forward to seeing you guys again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.